Recap. Awareness of the world around us and respecting other people's experiences. Buenos dias. Buenos dias, please. Good morning. That'll be great. Thanks. Hello, welcome back to the official Ohio State School for the Blind podcast. This is your host, Andre. And Latrell. This audition to the podcast, we'll be speaking with Dan the Skateboard Man, the famous blind skateboarder. White Cane Day is on October the 15th, but us here at OSSB, we dedicate a whole week to it called Mobility Week. We'll be bringing you more insight to that as well. Let's get ready to go to Costa Rica with Mrs. Swartout in the mobility department. Go ball season has started back up and we'll be getting down on the court and talking to our star Panthers. Let's get ready. Let's get set. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. kind of conversation and presentation. Skateboard, yeah, I've been skating pretty much my whole life. Our featured alumnus this month is Lacey Hughes Miller, a graduate from OSSB in 2002. She'll share with us a little bit about her story. And we wrap up the month with a celebration of Halloween when the elementary students come and trick-or-treat the high school student classrooms and we take a look at the decorations that they put up in the original building. Hi, this is Mrs. Finley. I had the pleasure of joining fellow OSSB teachers and staff and students at the Walk for Juvenile Diabetes on October 1st. We were Andrew's army and we were honoring Andrew's memory and his commitment to walking for juvenile diabetes in the past and his family's commitment. It was actually a very moving day for all of us and I could feel Andrew there with me. I also got to meet Sandy the dog and Sandy met Trisket, my dog, and they immediately liked each other. So all in all, it was a great day and I marched with Mr. Kelly and, and Mr. Finley along with lots of other people that I knew from school. It was a huge march and it was a, it was a great cause. Costa Rica is the country of the month. Throughout the podcast, Mr. Kelly and Mrs. Picard's fifth period classes will be talking about what they learned about Costa Rica. They work really hard on it. We look forward to sharing this with you. Hello, my name is Santa Reed and I'm going to tell you about Holidays in Costa Rica. Costa Rica has 11 official national holidays. However, there are at least five holidays. Each month, there are holidays that the same as ours. Mother's Day in, is in August. And in Independence Day, September. They have plenty of holidays in and celebrate agriculture, religion, and historical events of the country. One year ago, there was an amazing group created called AWARE, and I have one of the founders here now to talk to us about it. Can you state your name? Alex Schroeder. How you doing, Alex? Good. So, what is AWARE? It is 
awareness of the world around us and respecting other people's experiences. Okay. And what are some of the things that you guys do? We just bring in different speakers. We've had many different people. We've talked about LBGGQ. We've talked about human trafficking, just things of that sort. And it's been very positive for our students. We've had over 25 people on our last session. Oh. And it was very, uh, yeah. Okay. So would you say AWARE is a success as a group? Yes. And what gave you the idea? Like, what, what made you, what gave you the drive to create this group? Well, we had something previously called Rise Above, which was basically just on Boeing, and it was a little bit outdated. So we, um, a couple years ago, decided that we were going to do something new. So we said, all right, well, let's figure something out. And we kind of based it off of some things that we had read previously about some other social skills groups and everything. Mm-hmm. So we said, all right, well, let's see what we can put together. And we sort of adapted it for what we needed. And... It works, and people seem to really enjoy it, and we've had some issues along the way, but we've been able to clear those up, and we're extremely excited that we've been able to have a successful group. And I was actually privileged to uh, come to one of your AWARE meetings. Uh, Mr. Cash, he was talking about anxiety and depression. Yes, that is correct. So that's a really deep topic. Yes. How, how was that turnout? Uh, we had about 25 and we'll also be talking to Mr. Cash in just a second. Um, so thank you, Alex. Thank you for uh, coming to this uh, interview with me. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, I'm Connie, and I'm going to tell you about the animals of Costa Rica. There are over 200 species of reptiles, the majority of which are snakes. There are brightly colored toads and frogs, including the poison arrow frogs. The country also has hundreds of mammals including the bats and insects, crocodiles, monkeys, and three-toed sloth, puma, and jaguar. A white-tailed deer is the national animal. They also have anteaters. There are lots of birds and butterflies. Hey, my name is Leanne Nichols. I am a senior at the Ohio State School for the Blind. I am involved with marching band, cheerleading, swimming, track, and Girl Scouts. I plan on attending OU in Athens, Ohio, and becoming a band director. Here with me we have the founder of AWARE, Miss Kinsway, and one of our guest speakers who came to us last week, Mr. Cash. Hey everyone, thank you for having me, Andre. Good morning. All right. So, Mr. Cash, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well. Yourself? I'm great. I'm great. So you came here last week and you talked to uh, a couple of students about anxiety and depression? Uh, yes, I did. It was, a, it was a great and robust kind of conversation and presentation around two serious issues that seem to affect uh, the blind population uh, a little bit more than, say, the, more, the normal sighted population. So... It was a good conversation. How do you think your message really set in with the kids here? I think some of the tools and skills that we talked about, like the creation of a coping kit, or just understanding the physical symptoms that you're having um, that may be an indicator of some anxiety that you're having, like a physical manifestation of you know, un- uneasiness in your stomach, kind of clammy hands, um, those kind of, your eating habits might change. So 
those are some things and some external things that can give you an indication that you may be experiencing some levels of anxiety or depression. As a group, did you think AWARE a success? Yes, I think AWARE was, you know, it's a great student organization. I think, you know, students should consider really becoming strong members and then over time, you know, seeking out leadership positions in the organization. The fact that you guys are reaching out and trying to bring in speakers to speak about topics that are directly affecting the students at OSSB. Um, so I think it's a great, uh, a great organization. Do you have a message for our viewers out here? Yeah, I think one of the main messages I, I have is about, you know, finding a core group of people um, that can really be support services, um, you don't need to feel so alone um, going through school or uh, dealing with your condition. Um, I think finding some people that have some like you know minded hobbies or maybe experiencing uh, some indicators of anxiety or depression might be a great way to to kind of bolster your own confidence and kind of understand larger topics and how they kind of interconnect with who you are as a person. Well said. All right. Thank you, Mr. Cash. Thank you, Andre. I appreciate you having me on the podcast. Thank you, Terry, for having me today. Thank you. All right. See you. Take care. Hello, everybody. I'm Bryce, and today I'll be talking about the language and culture of Costa Rica. Let's get started. The official language of Costa Rica is Spanish. Costa Rica has five dialects descending from Colombian people. Mecatalu or Patois are also spoken due to immigration. Costa Rican Sign Language is also spoken by the deaf community. The Costa Rican Spanish slang is known as Pastuco. Here with me we have Dan Cena. Yes. The One blind shot. skateboarder. <laughs> blind, yes. Blind many things, yeah. <laughs> so, can I ask, what's your eye condition? I have RP, retinitis pigmentosa. Okay, okay. And how much sight do you have, if any? Uh, I've lost about 95% of my sight, so in my right peripheral um, I have, yeah, about 5%, a little bit there that helps me pretty much not run into things. Okay, see. So, you skateboard? I skateboard, yeah. I've been skating pretty much my whole life, dude. Like, I uh, took a couple years off when I first started losing, like, the major, when I had, like, the major mm-hmm. kind of uh, sight loss. I took off a couple of years. and But you came back? Came back, So, yeah. what gave you that drive to come back? Um... Pretty much just being sick of being blind and right, right. my you know thoughts of what I thought it was to be blind, what I thought a blind person was, and kind of slowly realizing that oh no, like that's it's not who we are as a blind community. Like I'm not just gonna sit around. And stuff. Okay. So you skateboard? Yes, I do. So how yes, exactly do. do you do that? <laughs> I mean, because I was doing it and it was. <laughs> well, dude, you were doing really good. Everybody was doing really good. I'm like insanely impressed um but yeah as far as like doing tricks and stuff mm-hmm. like a lot of it is just my prior knowledge of skating when right, i could right. see 
Um, when it comes to learning new things, though, I guess it's just... Remember when I use my cane, which <laughs> helps me kind of when I'm moving really fast to let me know uh, where an object is and when it's coming up. That's smart. I like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then I'll use with the sight I have, like my a, a nice, easy, relaxing place for me to skate is something like a tennis court, mm. where I have these, you know, like those white. They have like the white lines in the right. Okay. Yeah. So I can kind of guide, and that will keep me straight because the hardest part is getting me like to the actual object that I'm skating so I have to orientate myself with on a tennis court it's the white lines but if it's anywhere else it's using anything in the environment so it's really like a, a big crack a trash mm -hmm. can or like a, a certain wall a little dip in the <laughs> cement okay so a tennis court would be your favorite place to skateboard um it's not my favorite but it's the most Accessible, easy, easy, yes, mm -hmm. and accessible for me until we get a skate park specifically made for the blind. That would be awesome. Yeah, that's the goal. <laughs> <laughs> so, who's your elite? Let's say top three favorite skateboarders, like famous. Top three favorite skaters. Oh my gosh, there's way more than three. If I had to pick three. I mean, growing up, it was probably Jamie Thomas. Mm -hmm. It was huge. Uh, Tony Trujillo. Um, was one of my favorites and nowadays man I don't even know I don't even watch skating that much anymore <laughs> you know but I mean probably Andrew Reynolds he was also like just those are all just legends and okay. dudes who shred super hard man so my question is if you had a message to people who had just lost their sight and they went through a little slump what, what would your message be yeah, I mean, hmm. really it's just like, for me, going through my sight loss, and like when I was super bummed and depressed or whatever, and like had a hard time with it, the thing that helped me was just starting to do the things that I used to do, mm -hmm. um, and that kind of helps you slowly get your life back, and then that kind of got me to the point where I started doing things that I had never done before, too. Um, but for somebody who, I guess, is born blind or has always had sight loss and kind of is in a slump um, the best thing to do is to do things that kind of scare you or mm -hmm. you don't you couldn't see yourself doing because uh, once you actually try something new or try those new things it really changes your whole outlook on the life it gives you a new perspective of everything and like can just change that's how it can really kind of change that mindset you're in if you're bummed out and you're kind of stuck in you know a rut or right. feeling bummed if you do something that you wouldn't normally do then it'll help and kind of help you change your whole thought process and everything and hopefully help you grow into a better person okay well my last question is do you do any competitions like national neighborhood uh, no i mean I wish, you know, if there was ever a blind competition, that'd be pretty sick. I would totally beat you. Ah, dude. <laughs> well, that's my goal is to get a park designed for the blind and, you know, even other disabilities as well. Mm -hmm. And then have some sort of, you know, annual event or something where we can get everybody together and start having our own contests and stuff like that. Okay. And, dude, the people, um, the professionals, you know, the sighted professionals are... Mm -hmm. I don't stand a chance. <laughs> the, the, that level of skateboarding is just gotcha. so high, it's unbelievable. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, Dan Mancina, yeah. thank you for having this interview with me. Thank you, Andre. I'm super stoked to be here at OSSB, and hopefully it's not my only time visiting. I hope so. Yeah. So. All right. Thank you. Up next, one-on-one time with me and Dan Cena as he converts me into a goofy skater. Okay. Um, always start off putting your front foot on. Okay. So bring that front foot on. You're fine where your nose is. Good. Not too far forward. That feels good. All right, back foot now. <laughs> oh! Hey! Let's do that one more time. We're going to cruise the other way now. Now, if you can feel the more... What you have on that back foot, yeah. it's going to be easier to cruise. Now, all you have to do is piece those two things together. So when, you, when you go solo, so when you push, right, you're rotating your foot. Your front foot, you kind of naturally have it angled like that, mm -hmm. which honestly you could just go straight to pushing and not really have to adjust that much. Okay. You want to do it by yourself? Yeah, no? that's good. I'm a One more for the goofy team. One last for the... For the regulars. Hi, my name is William, and I'm going to talk about Costa Rica's climate. Costa Rica has a high or dry season and a wet or green season. The sun shines on average 12 hours a day throughout the year. The climate can be very diverse because the Caribbean Sea and the Pacific Ocean are close to each other. The coldest months of the year are November, December, and January, where temperatures are 70, 71 to 80 degrees. March, Fahrenheit, March through May are the hottest months of the year. The average rainfall is 100 inches per year. Thank you for listening. So now we're going to talk about guys go ball a little bit, and I have two players here with me. My name is Jason. Uh, my name is Garrett. Jason, how long have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing since first grade, so I'm going to say probably nine years. Okay, and two years on varsity, right? Yep. And how about you, Garrett? Uh, I am a new player, so I've been only playing for first year. So uh, talk about experiences so far this year. Who wants to talk, kind of just describe the season? It's been pretty nice. It's fun. It's had to adjust to a new coach. Um, last year we had uh, working at five. a different coach than we do this year. But you had an amazing coach last year. We did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, And I think you got an amazing coach this year too. Yeah, we do. He's a little new. He's not used to some of the rules. Yeah. yeah. It takes a while to learn. So, Garrett, talk about what was it like for you on the road down in Tennessee? Uh, what was that was the experience of going to a tournament and playing against other schools? Uh, the drive was awful. The game itself was amazing. The tournament was fun. The race itself was awful. Okay. So, oh, okay. so did they play uh, – Five minute half, seven minute half. Five. Okay. Five minutes. Yeah. Uh, normally, in competition, like a normal tournament, it's going to be ten minutes of conference. And how'd you guys do? Uh, we defeated Missouri. We uh, we found the weak spot with them. We almost mercyed them. Alabama. Alabama, on the other hand, yeah. <laughs> those yeah. guys love us, but they don't love us on the court. 
That's my alma mater. <laughs> they yeah. hurt us. They throw like trucks. Yeah. Okay. Sweet they, home Alabama. They throw like trucks. And uh, all right. So, how did you grow as a team on this trip? I think our team learned some new things. We've got definitely got some things to work on, but I think in the end we're gonna end up coming out strong. And during conference we're gonna do a lot better. Yeah. Did you set any personal goals before this? Before this tournament, did you make those? I didn't, but I've set one before. Okay. All right. Were there any, were there any team goals before? We kind of came up with our own special play style. We put our two hardest throwers on each wing. We put our best defender in the center. He defends. He passes it off to them. They throw. Garrett, what are you looking forward to at conference? Um, just the game itself and the fun. Really nice. We, we have two weeks to train and get buff. How is the training going? The conditioning and the practice? And... Fun. Depends on who you ask. Fun, huh? Okay. Fun. Garrett, okay, Garrett says it's fun. What do you think, Jason? I think um, ever since Tennessee, I've realized that I need to push myself. I'm trying to to work out a lot harder. I'm trying to do more things to strengthen my body to get myself ready for conference. Get any words of caution for your opponents at conference? Be careful because, <laughs> trust me, the Panther's going to roar and he will bite. All right, there you got it. That's uh, two of our star goalball Panthers. Thanks, you guys. I'll let you get over to the gym so you can, you can start working out. We're here at a transportation day here for Mobility Week. And out here we have uh, police motorcycles, police cars, um, fire trucks, snow plows, coda buses. buses. Um, what else we got out here, Ian? Uh, I think that's about it. Really? 18 wheeler. We got an 18 wheeler. We got a, um, let's see. Oh, we got police horses. So oh, transportation. We have one OSSB's van. We have, oh yes, we also have an OSSB van. Yeah, you hear those noises? So all the kids are getting to check out these different ways and modes of transportation out here. Faster. All right, now we're approaching a big semi. We're approaching a big semi. Doing. Good. Good. Yeah. So do you need any like sounds or anything? Are you taller than me? <laughs> so this is like. So do you need any sounds for anything? Yeah, if we can get a horn or something. Are you about 6'3", 6'4"? I think I'm actually six six and a half. I'm not mistaken. Oh, wow. Yep. <laughs> I actually think I got LeBron. Oh yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I gotta look that up. <laughs> All right, so now we're on a mainstream Coda bus. You can hear the beautiful noises. Really comfortable seats here. <laughs> Ambulance. I can get comfortable here. Well, this is a service you can get from Coda. Really? Service, they can like call and then 
Alright, back out here. Costa Rica top trade partners are the United States and Japan. They export medical supplies, fruit, and food preparation products. Costa Rica imports oil, automobiles, communication equipment, and cargo containers. Costa Rica is a great place to visit, and they are many souvenirs you can get such as coffee, chocolate, salsa, lisano, and gift bags with Pure Vita and hummingbirds on them. Our featured alumnus this month is Lacey Hughes. She is a successful singer, songwriter, and performer. She's going to tell us about her struggles, her successes, and her experiences traveling across the country in the music industry. Her story is real, folks, so sit back and enjoy. Lacey Hughes, hey, welcome to the podcast. Glad Thank you. Back to the OSS of B, right? Oh, yeah. I, I, it's been, even before it was uh, remodeled. I just took like some classes and then like in the afternoons I have like a work study program and some of my other um, classes like English and stuff were were through um, Whetstone and yeah I um I had a really really bad spell after I uh, started losing more of my vision I had three mini strokes and didn't know how to cope with it so fell into a pretty bad uh, pill and heroin addiction and. I met my fiance online, and he got me back into music and got me out of a pretty bad hole. <laughs> what brought you out of that? What was that light that came on in your head that says, "Man, I've got to change what I'm doing, and I've got to, you know, got to get back on a path here." You know, at first I it was like I wanted to have control over something because everything else was sitting out of control. And when I almost died, it was like, wait a minute, I'm not sure if I want to do this. Music sort of was like your, it's always been a mainstay for you, but it sounds like it really became like a life preserver. After, you know, everything didn't quite work out with my psychology and, yeah, I just, we met online actually and we played guitar and, yeah, got me back into music in a totally different element because I studied, you know, classical and he's, you know, rock bands and <laughs> so. So we're, what's, what's some of the cities that you that you visited and played in? Um, we've been to Florida like five times. <laughs> um, yeah. It was an honor working with Bill Hill because he's worked with artists, you know, like the Moody Blues and ACDC and Gloria Estefan and this was just a wow. huge, beautiful state-of-the-art studio and he had like thousand dollar guitars and it was, it was beautiful it was definitely an honor but okay. we did the whole walk of fame thing we hung out in vegas and yeah definitely it's been an adventure in terms of 
who you were influenced by, you know, artists, singers, or songwriters? Are there any that really rise to the top? I don't know. I, I've always loved Celine Dion and Jewel. Okay. Just something about the emotion and their voice. and But, you know, there's some older, you know, Kathy Klein and, you know, but there's, there's a lot of people. I love all kinds of random, you know, the DGs, Foreigner, Chicago, you know, those are my... <laughs> right. Just so much emotion. Classic, yeah, classic rockers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How do people generally respond to you and your band? Describe the whole, you know, performance gig, the scene, and, you know, what the audiences are, you know, how, how do they react and interact with you guys? Yeah, we, we have decent audiences when we do local stuff, and people are wanting to collaborate with us, and... We, when we were in Florida, we were walking to a, a you know, beachside, outside club type thing, and some people recognized us from my Facebook videos, and I had no idea who these people were. I'm, I'm pretty well masked out on my, I don't think I can have any more friends on my Facebook. What's the name of your Facebook page? It's just Lacey Lynn The Realm. And I noticed that you post your stuff on the Ohio State School for the Blind group, the Facebook group yeah, page. Sometimes. So, <laughs> yeah, sometimes you put that on there. So, you know, I think that uh, everybody who listens to this podcast needs to be looking at that page for for some Lacey Lynn, the Realm updates, right? Yeah. Any uh, record deals coming up? Um, I actually couple years ago turned a couple of them down because they wanted me to do the whole like Gomez pop thing. Yeah. It's just not you know, I don't I don't want to do all that auto tune and I don't know. To me it just takes the soul out of the music when you uh, yeah. like lyrics and, and emotion that actually impacts your life, you know. Some of these songs now it's just about money and, and sex and drugs and cursing and it's it's just all classic repetitive nonsense. I want my words to actually mean something. Where did the idea of Shattered Glass come from? He came up yeah. with the music and then we were sitting at this table and he would say a line and then I would say a line. He'd write everything down, go back and forth and back and forth and we actually wrote that song in about 20 minutes. kind of advice would you pass along? Um, I, I would tell him, you know, not, not to give up, you know. If you've got a dream, you know, go for it. Don't don't let people hinder you from what you want to do. You know, you, you set your own expectations within yourself. Don't don't follow someone else's expectations of you. Follow your own intuition and you know. Sometimes it's, it's great, and other times it doesn't work out. And, you know, you, can, you have the choice to make the situation worse by focusing on the negative or better by trying again or trying something else. You know, I really appreciate your contribution to the legacy that, that this generation is, is, is leaving because I think that when we can reach back and, you know, and, and talk with people 
you know, who's done this before and <clears throat> have what they say kind of be, you know, transferred down and carried on. Um, it's always the little things that, that impact people and make the biggest difference, right? We're going to share Speech off. scattered black, um, or at least part of it. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Lacey, for sharing your time and music with us on this month's podcast. We look forward to hearing more from Lacey Lynn, The Realm. You can find them on YouTube and on Facebook. Hello, my name is Troy, and I'm going to be telling you about one of the artists in all types of music in Costa Rica. Here we go. Trevilla Vargas is a famous musician from Costa Rica who plays and sings folk music. Calypso and rock are also popular forms of music to listen to and perform in Costa Rica. Soca, rumba, reggae, hip-hop, and pop are also enjoyed. Welcome back. We have a special guest here, one of our female Panthers. Can you state your name for our listeners? My name is Sarah. Nice. How you doing? I'm pretty good. How about you? I'm good. So you guys had a gold ball meet this weekend, correct? Correct. How many teams were there? What teams? There was five teams. There was... Kentucky, Indiana, Tennessee, Alabama, Missouri, and Ohio. All right. So can you name all the female Panthers? We're all on the team. Yes. Unfortunately, for the Tennessee meet, there could only be seven girls. So some people had to be cut. But all of us were Samaya, Samiro, Emily, Sarah, Lolita, Autumn, Maggie, Ajane, Yachi, and I. So how many games did you win and lose? Unfortunately, we lost three games, but we did win two um, against Kentucky and Tennessee. We did pretty well for our first meet. We need to work on our uh, defense, communicating, no penalties, and there are sections of the goal. So there's one, two, three, fours, and fives, Mm -hmm. and the bad one to score is a three. So we have to stop scoring threes and score ones and twos and fours and fives. Who's the captain? Yachty. Can you just give me a brief idea of what goalball is? Goalball is a visually impaired and blind person sport. It is males and females, but females play on a separate team and males play on a separate team. It's three people defending a goal. There are two goals, and you have two wings and a center on each side. And there's a ball with bells in it because you're totally, you can't see it all. You have goggles on, and they're taped, and you can't see anything. So it's equal for everybody. And the ball is rolled back and forth pretty fast with bells in it. So you have to listen, you have to lay out to block that ball from not getting into the goal. But unfortunately, there are penalties 
that can come with that. So you can score, or you can throw high balls, or you can have a 10-second penalty. It's kind of scary when it's all dark, but you learn how to use your other senses, like your hearing. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Thank you. All right, what kind of wonderful costumes do we have? That's a braille display. I Braille reader. Yeah. Yeah. This one? Yeah. This is uh, our friend from Columbus. You want to meet Kelly? Mouse. You guys don't get to get up here and meet her. This is Thor. Uh, I don't know any Thor. of you This is Thor. Thor. This is Mr. This is Mr. Kelly. Where's your hammer? I have candy. Even the teachers are getting into the spirit of Halloween. <laughs> you would see the biggest gift would be from me. And the card attached would say, thank you for being a friend. All right, so let's say good morning to the Golden Girls. Uh, we don't have Blanche with us. But no, Blanche is not here, but good morning. Good morning. This is Rose Nyland. I am uh, traveled all the way from St. Olaf, Minnesota. It's real cold there right now. <laughs> all right. Let's say hi to Dorothy. This is Dorothy. I'm here with my mom. <laughs> I'm Sophia. Let's say hi to mom. This is my daughter, Dorothy. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, ladies. Enjoy your stroll around the school. We're, we, we're so glad that the Golden Girls are here today. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us. Thank you for being a friend. Okay. Let's take one minute and take a glance at the original building and see the decorations that were put out in the upstairs hallway. So the whole upstairs hallway of the old building has been decorated up. Yes, it has. Yikes. Scary. Stuff on the Oh, there's stuff hanging down like there is. There spider webs. There's some spiders down the hall too. Don't, you guys can touch whatever. Have a good time. Okay. Okay, there's stuff on the there's stuff on the floor here that kind of feels like ropes, kind of cables, like <clears throat> and some paper, stuff on the walls. A hand? Is it thing from like? Is it thing from Adam's family? There you go. Yeah, that's gross. That's where my hand went. Some pictures. That's right. a skeleton. They did it upright up here. Hey, Mr. Northrop. What's happening? I don't know. We're just up here checking out the decorations. Yeah. Picking some snacks on the way. Uh, then, yeah, we picked up a little bit of candy along the road. Yeah, there's plenty of candy on the road. So. Me, I'm trying to find the ones without chocolate. <clears throat> well, good luck with that. Yeah. Oh, check that out. What's that? It's hanging from the ceiling. It's a. Oh yeah, I remember that from last year. Yeah, and you bump it, and you bump it, and it starts clattering and making. Wow. Somebody said this looks like you. It's a head. Everybody's like, that looks like Mr. Kelly. Well, it kind of has my notes, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's him. It has the prominent. It's his hand. Hi, my name is Taylor, and I'm going to tell you about the geography of Costa Rica. 
Costa Rica is slightly smaller than the state of West Virginia, and there are two major mountain ranges in Costa Rica. Occasional volcanic eruptions and earthquakes. There are active and dormant craters, black and white sand beaches, big waterfalls, and has at least 60 volcanoes, five of which are active. Costa Rica means rich coast. Well, here we are at another conclusion to another amazing addition to the Ohio State School for the Blind podcast. The podcast team would like to thank everyone who lent their voices, talents, and skills to this month's podcast. Mrs. Finley, who came in and talked to us about JDRF. Dan Mancina, who came in and showed us and talked to us about skateboarding. Mr. Cash, who came in and talked to us about his visit at the Ohio State School for the Blind. Mr. Alex, who sat down with me and informed me about the amazing group AWARE. Leanne, our star senior for the month. Our female and male star Panthers, who came in and talked to us about Goldball. Let's not forget the Golden Girls for coming in and singing for us. Lacey Hughes-Miller for telling us about her trials and tribulations of her life. And Mr. Kelly's fifth period class for telling us about Costa Rica. Thank you all. This podcast would not be, could not be what it is now without you guys. Once again, thank you all. Can't wait to see you next time.